0: you've got to come back with me where back to the future all right we are back on marty Mike and Russ, time. Hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're never gonna get this as like some sort of synchronized.
1: No, it's never. It's never gonna okay. sound the way we both imagined it. I assume. Right. I thought it was gonna sound really cool. I did add in the
0: the audience last time at the end of the podcast.
1: Oh so, I didn't. I didn't listen to the last. Oh, one. I, yeah. Terrible.
0: I. You know that must be why you never mentioned. Hey, Russ. I like the audience <laughs> <you> listening. <laughs> but you know what? I don't.
1: I did I, listen to I did listen to the one before that uh when I was um I couldn't sleep and I turned it on just to listen to it and like 10 minutes into it I was out. So that's uh it put me to sleep one day. Oh uh, well, you
0: know, that's that's <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about our podcast. <laughs>
1: um
0: but uh yeah, I mean I, I don't really blame you because I don't like to listen to my podcast our podcast or my podcast with Pat either so much. I mean I will sometimes listen if Pat says, Oh you yeah, gotta listen to this part, we were great and I'm like, uh, alright. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean I enjoy it while we're doing it, of course. Um, but I just don't I don't like listening to, I don't like my voice for one thing.
1: I don't, oh, I don't like mine either. If it was if it was actually like like I said, I listened to the, the one the previous one. I don't even remember what we talked about there. Uh hot tub time machine yeah see that one was funny one
0: right we had and, fun I,
1: I, and I knew that we actually were, were having a good time so I listened to that one
0: well you know we yeah. said it was our worst but both Mike and um, uh, who else? somebody else said that they really enjoyed it too so I mean I was gonna say Mike but I mean pat pat uh, uh, you guys look nothing alike by the way but uh, but you both do have great radio voices as opposed, really? yeah I don't
1: this I think, is all, this is an awful voice I have the perfect perfect face for radio and a voice that should never be <laughs> heard.
0: <laughs> no, you're too hard on yourself. You're a handsome guy.
1: Well, thanks. With a
0: great radio voice.
1: Yeah.
0: You got a face for movies and a voice for radio. Like,
1: oh, if only it had worked sh- out that you way. You should go to
0: Hollywood and make something of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Try to win an Emmy or something.
1: I know. If only.
0: Uh, then they'll get all the ladies. <laughs> Just carry your Emmy with you to the grocery store. Did I show you? Did, did you know I have an Emmy? Well, I see you got it in your... Cart, I'm not sure what that means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just carry it with me everywhere.
0: <laughs> um, but that wouldn't say much, I guess. In Hollywood, there's a ton of people in this area with Emmys. I'm yeah, sure. you
1: can go to you can go down to a, um, Hollywood and Vine and, and buy an Emmy. Oh, buy a fake one.
0: People just assume
1: it's fake. Yeah, well, no. I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure that they actually do have real ones for sale. Somebody probably sold, sold theirs.
0: Yeah, well, you know, O.J. Simpson, I think, sold his Heisman or something one time, or maybe somebody tried to sell it. I don't know. I think that's how he ended up in jail again. No, in jail for re- in jail for real.
1: Because <laughs> he sold his his Heisman on eBay. Mur- mur- is what mur- supposed to.
0: <laughs> yeah, murdering his wife and his her girl her husband or her boyfriend uh, didn't put him in jail, but uh, no, I think
1: um
0: No, I think what happened was someone had. Someone was selling it as a with memorabilia, you know, sports memorabilia, and uh, he went to get it back, and he took some thugs with him. I don't mean thugs in the racist term; I just mean some guys he thought were like muscle, right? And and the funny thing was, none of those guys went to jail because they weren't. Because actually they weren't thugs. They didn't go there with guns and stuff. But OJ had a gun with them. and like he went into the hotel room, like pulled his gun on him, was like held him hostage and stuff. So he basically he's in jail for for kidnapping and some other things. And the funny thing was he really didn't. I don't think even own his Heisman anymore because of the civil lawsuit with the um, Nicole Brown's family, or maybe maybe. Well, I can't remember. The, you know, the civil suit that he got in trouble for, he owed them a lot of money afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm. We're not like going way back in
0: time, time, time. Yeah. <laughs> but the, did,
1: did the guy who buy, the bought his Heisman have it sitting in the hotel room waiting?
0: I don't know. That's Yeah, that's – I don't
1: – you know, I don't – I didn't <laughs> – I'm not up on all the O.J. I'm <laughs> probably
0: messing all the story up anyway.
1: You didn't pursue the story as you should have.
0: No, I don't – I didn't really, so – um, take all of that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I do know. So. I do know that OJ is in jail, though.
1: He is, and, he is, and it had
0: to do with kidnapping, and it's for like thirty years or something. So he'll never get out because he's going to die. He's, he's old, so he's going to die in there. So
1: it's true. Anyway,
0: it's true. but why, how do we get on OJ not going to jail? And uh, what we talk- oh, 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 yeah, we're talking about Emmys and
1: Emmys, so- and yeah, you know, you know how our conversations go. <laughs> the These usual. Kind of all blend into everything. the
0: usual opening to Marty, which has nothing. <laughs> Nothing to do with time travel or the topic for the day,
1: uh, which is so what are we talking about today, Russ? Today
0: we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts, and any uh, anybody that grew up in the eighties and 70s – Well, I guess eighties because the movies, first movies in the eighties. Uh, but I think time travel nerds in general too. This is kind of a um, this is a big time travel franchise, right? Um,
1: this is the epitome the, of time travel the, movies.
0: The, yeah, the. Um, and our friend Pat, he is so excited for this episode. So we'll probably disappoint him.
1: Uh, we can't <laughs> Sorry, live up. Sorry, Pat. To- we'll, we'll apologize to yeah. Pat right now.
0: <laughs> We're not going to be able to live up to his expectations. Sorry, yeah. He's going to be like, "Ugh, those guys are such dorks." You have to get is- through the
1: first ten minutes of us babbling yeah. out about nothing.
0: And we have five movies to get through. <laughs> so we better get started. It's Terminator. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Dun 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 dun
0: dun dun. dun, dun. <laughs> Well, if anybody listened to the opening of this podcast, which uh, they, if they're listening now, they did, they would have heard that music. So they probably would add an idea. That's what we we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you
1: probably would have had a picture up there, so they would have known. Probably, yeah, and I
0: probably had a little description saying it, you know. So anyway, it's no big surprise. We're going to talk about Terminator, Terminators one through five. <laughs> now they didn't Ooh. all have numbers. Actually, only only two. Actually, only Terminator Two had a number. Now that I think uh. of it.
1: I think I think Terminator Three had a number too. No,
0: you're right. You're right. Terminator Three did have a number. You're right. Uh, when you know, I kind of forgot because that's sort of that's the weakest of the films.
1: Yeah, uh, Terminator Three was, was pretty bad.
0: Well, and I think you and I agreed, uh, you, you gave me last night, you gave me your, your numbering of the order in which Terminator movies are from good to, to worst, and I think we agree on them. That's one, two, five, four, and three.
1: See, I would have gone one, right? two, four or no, five. No, four or
0: five. That's right. Oh, yeah, you know what? I think I agree with you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I enjoy Genesis, but I actually think that, yeah, I like, to, I like salvation better than Genesis. And we'll get into that because it's interesting because salvation barely even mentions time travel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. it doesn't even, I don't think it has anything to do with time travel. They, actually, they- no. You're
0: right. Because, well, except for the fact that he knows that, that eventually he's going to send Kyle Reese back. That's basically all he knows. Because he not yeah. Because yeah, they don't have any time machine. They don't even know if Skynet has a time machine yet. It all takes place. Yeah, this place. is the
1: it's the early stages of the war. Right, the beginnings.
0: Right. So let's. Why don't you start out and give us the rundown of 1984's Terminator? Um, because this started this whole mythology. Because it really is kind of a mythology within itself, and all of these movies and there's twists and turns and threads and. We need a chart, really. There needs to be like a chart for. I'm okay. sure somebody I'm sure somebody pie chart. A pie chart. Well, no a pie chart wouldn't do maybe anything.
1: Maybe a flow chart.
0: A flow chart works better for time travel, Mike. A pie chart wouldn't do anything. It just. Be, well,
1: a pie chart looks better. It's yeah, it's very succinct. Right? Yeah, and it's and got it's, it's got all the different wedges, and it makes you think of
0: pie, which is yeah. you know, the, I just uh,
1: I was just eating pumpkin pie.
0: Ugh. It just you just have to rub it in my face with
1: uh, with with a big dollop of cool whip on it cool whip yeah cool whip. delightful um that's delicious was it warmed it was I, not warm it was cold i don't mm-hmm. really i mean warm i like warm apple pie right but not really warm pumpkin pie pumpkin pie should be cool cold um i don't agree with you
0: i think you're wrong i mean i know that usually you're right but, I, but this is personal taste, so I guess you could be right still. Uh, but I disagree. I like I like it warmed a little bit warmed, and I like I like it warm so that when the the cool whip is on the the, the pie, it starts to get a little melty. Mm. Uh, then you can see it visually. Ooh, this is a warm pie.
1: Mm. See, I, I I disagree. I like the cool whip to stay in its semi-solid gelatinous <laughs> it's <laughs> silky form
0: in its natural. Its natural state, yes. As it comes from the cow, uh, uh, yeah. you know, it's interesting. There are two ingredients in cool in Cool Whip that are both from the cow. Uh, not only the milk, the dairy that creates the Cool Whip, the whipped cream, but the bones and gristle that creates the gelatin. <laughs> oh, that's, that's lovely, what, right?
1: That's what makes it tasty. Yeah, it's the- See, you're never anything that tastes really good, never look at the ingredients right, because right. you just hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we have to apologize to Pat again because once again we've gotten off topic. You've gotten
0: totally off topic. Terminator one, Terminator. Just just called Terminator. Oh uh, let me give you a quick a quick um um anecdote anecdote. Uh, anecdote of my own personal experience with Terminator. When the, when Terminator came out in 1984, we got our first color TV and VCR at the same time in 1984. And we, had, and we had HBO. Terminator came on television. We were so excited because it would have, been, would have been probably like late I don't know, mid to late 1984 when that came on HBO, right? Mm-hmm. We were psyched because everybody, you know, we hadn't seen it in theaters. We were too young to see it by ourselves. And my parents wouldn't take us because they were kind of religious and anyway. Uh so we started watching it. Uh my brother and my dad and I. Which brother? My younger brother Brandon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and
1: who you've actually met.
0: You actually met a wizard, and you probably I, remember. Yeah, i met both of them. Uh, oh, that's right. You have. You have met both of my brothers. And I've met I have never met none of your family except for your dad, Vic.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm trying to think of, I feel like I've met your mom, but I don't you know that I actually
1: have. You probably would have met my sister because she was at Wizard a few times.
0: I might have. Is she cute?
1: Yeah, she's all right. I don't
0: know. You're the wrong person to ask. It's my uh, sister. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so, so I, but I didn't get to watch Terminator for probably another year or something because my dad was like, in the opening scenes, you know, when he, when he, he uh, tra- travels in time and he rips that guy's heart out, my dad's like, yeah, oh, this is too violent. <laughs> and he turned So it off. the
1: first the first five minutes you were done,
0: yeah, it was like, and of course, at that point, you're like, This is so cool, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I screamed in the in the microphone just there, but it was like, this, this is so cool, and then my dad's like, "No, we're not gonna watch this now, of course later it, it, it's so funny because. I think my dad was just trying to be, he was trying to be a little overprotective at that point. And we, so I was 14, and it may have been more for my brother's benefit because he was 12. But even at 12, I think that 12, you can deal with the violence in Terminator. But, you know, yeah. It I wasn't mean,
1: even, you know. it wasn't even super, super violent. I mean, you saw his hand punch in and then he right. came out with the, the heart. It wasn't like he, you know, ripped his chest open and, right. And
0: you don't even, it. yeah. You, you, it wasn't even, and, uh, That was probably the most violent thing in the movie except for all the the guns and gunshots, but as far as blood goes. So eh, anyway, but now my dad, he loves Terminator. So uh, I don't know. He hasn't seen all the movies. He's seen the first and second one, which are the most important ones anyway. So why don't you talk about – actually, why don't you talk about the first and second one? Give us a quick rundown, but just sort of just lay it out. I mean everybody who's listening to this has seen it.
1: Yeah, everyone knows. Just just the
0: groundwork from where we're going to jump off of the conversation
1: Groundwork uh, Terminator is, is just a, a cyber, cybernetic organism. Uh, comes back from the distant future where there's a war with humanity and the machines. Comes back to kill the mother of the, rebel, the leader of the rebellion, John Connor.
0: Right. And the mother is Sarah the mother, Connor.
1: mother is Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton.
0: Oh, the lovely and hot Linda Hamilton.
1: Uh, and, uh, so yeah, Anyway, they, I'm sorry. He, he, he comes back. To kill her, and the resistance is able to send back a fighter of their own to protect her. Right. So basically, they spend the entire movie. Kyle Reese is the protector. He spends the entire movie trying to keep Sarah Connor safe, and the Terminator, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, spends the entire movie trying to kill her. Right. There you go, Terminator.
0: And well, and of course, uh, he doesn't kill her. Uh, In well, yeah. Yeah. Right. And whether well, you miss another part, of part Kyle Reese and uh, Sarah Connor do the nasty and they create a baby, but they don't know that at the time.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's seen it, so they know, but yeah, but, so but wait, Kyle, but wait, Kyle wait, Reese, okay. okay wait, wait, jump in, jump remind, in there whenever you want. Russ.
0: Okay. I just want, no, I just want you to remind me because it's been a while since I've seen the first Terminator film and I could be remembering, misremembering or something. Um, did, did we know in the first Terminator that, that, Kyle Reese was john connor's father
1: we did not we didn't well, know that
0: do we we didn't we found uh, that out in Terminator two?
1: no, we found that out at the end of Terminator one
0: okay remi- remind me then and the audience how that happened
1: okay so at the at the very end they you know there's a big fight. Kyle Reese this is just after uh Kyle and Sarah do the deed right um, Terminator finds them there's a big fight at uh some. Workers plant some some like machine steel mill, right? And uh, they kill the Terminator. Kyle Reese dies, and they crush the Terminator in a, in they a crush the Terminator hydraulic yeah. press. And at the very end, you see Sarah driving. Uh, I would assume toward Mexico, Mexico, because that's what it seems like. Did you cry when Kyle Reese died? I did not.
0: Okay, I didn't. Um,
1: and she's talking into a tape recorder that she's right. going to use for her son John. And then she's the one that says, I don't know if I should tell you about your father, but I think I will. So you know that Kyle Reese is John Connor's father, who in the future, John Connor has to send back to save his mother and make sure that he gets born.
0: And there we have the paradox that runs through all of the films. And that's like the whole – it's sort of one of those things where if Kyle Reese had never gone back to impregnate Sarah Connor, then – uh, his father, John Connor, would never have been the leader of the resistance to send him back to go. Uh, yes. he well, he didn't under- go. <laughs> he didn't get sent back to him. And pray, go back and have sex with my mother, so that I can be born.
1: You're sent back to to save her. Now, here's here's something that'll even blow your mind even more. Okay. Depending on how you view time and time travel. Right. If if time is just in a straight line and the future isn't set, so it's not. Ever It hasn't happened yet until we, you know, make it. Right. How did Sarah Connor get pregnant the first time?
0: Well, that's what I just so brought up. I, you, you just brought up what I had already brought up. No, you didn't. The paradox, the paradox of how. Can no, he, you're,
1: no, you're saying that, that if he didn't get born, how would he send Kyle Reese back, blah, 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 to be born? Well, that's what
0: I mean. But that's what I mean by, I guess I said, it, I guess I didn't say it as, as succinctly as you did. Because that's what I was trying to get across was how does she ever get pregnant? Because uh, th- the only way she could have gotten pregnant is for her own son to send uh, his father back to protect her, and and of course, well, if you know, that's what that's what I was talking about with the paradox. Oh, this is the worst podcast ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pat.
0: Uh, so anyway, I, you explained it better than I did. Yeah, how, how does she ever get pregnant the first time? If time is a straight line, that yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, but then that also begs the question: Well, maybe it's sort of like they address in, in later movies. This some of this is all is inevitable because somebody in one of the later movies, I want to say Terminator Salvation, not Salvation, but uh, Genesis, they kind of suggest that. Uh, the The rise of Skynet in, uh, is inevitable. There's not; they can't stop it because well, yeah. it's like nothing. No, they said that in uh, uh, Terminator Three. I'm sorry,
1: but go ahead. The thing with with the the rest of the the movies and the Terminators and stuff like that is they all kind of hit. Well, actually, not Terminator One and Terminator Two, but after the other ones, so it all kind of blends into the alternate realities of what their actions.
0: Have
1: done, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of Terminator 2, after they blow up Cyberdyne, and they're like, oh, we, we killed Miles Bennett Dyson, the guy who started Skynet. Right. And we destroyed everything there is of, of Cyberdyne, so now Skynet can't be built. Now we have set ourselves on a different course. Like, what, right. what does the future hold? Because in Terminator
0: 2, Judgment Day... Uh, that was what nineteen ninety two or something, and it was then
1: 90, yeah ninety. And no, then, that was like ninety seven,
0: wasn't it? No, Terminator Two was early nineties. It might have been ninety four, actually. Now that I
1: think maybe. About
0: it. maybe, now that I think about it, anyway. because that would have been well, it may have taken place in ninety four, because that would be kind of nice ten years after the first Terminator. But and in, in, anyway, Judgment Day was the early nineties, and then that changed because when they because when Terminator Three happened they were like judgment day didn't happen but then again ju- then they said judgment day is now in the year 2000 something or other so
1: uh judgment day yeah, just, just was it, it was just postponed and yeah in terminator 3 instead of uh miles dyson being the creator of skynet it is some some general
0: right right uh because um Instead of instead of using the te- did they use the te- oh, We're going to have ourselves. I want to go back to term- <laughs> the first, the first Terminator. So so we have the time. The time if if time is a single straight line moving forward, uh, then yes, then there really there's no way that he could have impregnated his. Um, I mean that that John Connor could have sent his own father back because he would have never been born.
1: So, he could, but he would have been a different John Connor because he obviously she had to. Get pregnant by somebody to raise John Connor to be right. the leader of this rebellion.
0: Um. Okay. Question. Oh, I was saying, and that could have, been, and that could have, that could have been the case because the John Connor that sent that sent uh, Kyle Reese back could have been a completely different John Connor by a different dad, but she just called him John, and it just happened to be John Connor. So yeah,
1: but then yeah. he wouldn't have wouldn't have been. John, the John Connor that was the leader of the rebellion, it gets it messes with your head, Russ.
0: Well, yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's it starts it's time to, travel. Yeah, it, it, you start going in circles, and that's that. Well, that's where some of the fun and the uh, absurdity and the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, the the consternation of watching time travel. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't even know. That is a word. Uh, anyway, uh, so okay, so continue with your. So, what do you think? What do you, what do you subscribe to? Do you, you subscribe to this being a single straight line time travel no, I, movie, I, I or do have you to think it's a?
1: Yeah, I'd have to subscribe to the notion that the future, all possible futures, are happening. Right. So then, you know, there's always a, John, Con- a Kyle, or John Connor in the future sending back a Kyle Reese to get Sarah Connor pregnant. So there was really no first time through because if the future is happening ahead of you, then right. you know, Kyle Reese would always come back to get her pregnant.
0: At some point, yeah, some some way, somehow.
1: That's, that's the, the version I would go with. It
0: sort of plays into the way the other movies play out too though, is that no matter what they try to do, the future keeps happening in a horrible way. Um, Sky, Skynet still rises, no matter what they do.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it did.
0: Even in Genesis, the most recent movie, when you know they talk about Skynet, it's a completely. In fact, we'll get to that. But that's you know, Skynet still rises and try and tries to destroy humanity. Yeah. So, well, here's, here's
1: another here's another thing that I was thinking of while watching these movies. Okay. Now when they they 're in the future resi- you know as, as Kyle Reese is telling the cops when you know after he gets ki- uh, after him and Sarah get caught right. um, they 're in the police station, and they 're interrogating Kyle on you know who he is where he 's from, and he gives them the whole rundown of he 's from the future, they had basically won the war, but Skynet had, was able to send back a Terminator, and you know they were going to blow the place, but they decided to send Kyle back to to save Sarah. But now, if you're in the future, right. you had just won this battle, you see the Terminator go through the time portal or whatever it is, right? time bubble. Now, time is not going to work exactly the same. So five minutes spent in the future is not going to be five minutes spent in the past. As soon as the Terminator landed back here in, in 1984, if the future didn't change, then they would have said, well, we don't really need to send Kyle back. Because obviously the future hasn't changed, we haven't changed. Everything's going on as it is. So the Terminator failed. And since well, they had time, since they had time to set up the time dilation equipment and figure out how it worked and send Kyle back, they you know they could have not even bothered to do that because except the Terminator failed. Except
0: that they they may have maybe they assumed that uh, sending it back created a different timeline and they were, they were maybe not going to fix things for themselves, but for, for, for another version of other oh, universe.
1: good you point. Know? I didn't think of that one. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's true. Something to think about. You out. <laughs> that one, Russ.
0: Once again, you're getting ahead of ourselves. You are getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but, okay. Well, let's, because we didn't really talk to
1: ourselves back in
0: because I wanted to get back to Terminator and Terminator two. And, and talk about, like, how it's set up for the rest of the movie. So Terminator, in, in the end of Terminator, she thinks that, well, 1984, uh, what what date do they say Judgment Day is going to be?
1: August 29th, uh, Nineteen... 1997, I believe.
0: Okay. Um, so then, that's maybe why you were thinking that Terminator 2 came out in 97, because you were thinking... You know, you were thinking that oh, uh, could be yeah. the date, but actually, um, it—I'll look it up in a minute. But anyway, so then, so then, what happens in between Terminator and Terminator Two? We find out because it opens up with, Well, you can talk about this." It opens up with Sarah Connors, uh, Sarah Connor, in a mental institution, and she's all buff and muscular, like she's going to kick somebody's ass.
1: Yes, because she um, has. She is now she now knows that John Connor has to survive. Right. And she has to teach him to be this great war hero as he's growing up. So she's she sort of know, lost
0: her mind and she got arrested and thrown into a mental institution.
1: Well, they, yeah, she she hooked herself up with like rebels and anybody that she could she could learn from right of how to be how to teach her son to be a a great world leader. So she's in the the Pescadero Mental Institution. And John is living with, you know, some foster family in, uh, in like downtown LA. And basically he's been told that his mother's nuts and, uh, she's never getting out of jail or never getting out.
0: And she's really not nuts. I mean, I said she lost her mind, but she really didn't. She may be paranoid or like hypervigilant, but really she's not nuts because she knows she has evidence that of a very disastrous future for humanity. And she's determined to make sure that her son can can uh, fulfill his
1: destiny yeah and she's she's seen and dealt with the Terminator so she knows right she knows what's out there she knows what's what what Sky- out there she knows what Skynet is capable of yeah and that's
0: horrible horrible things so oh and we, we should just mention in case anybody hasn't seen this I can't imagine anybody listening to our podcast who hasn't but Skynet the way they decide to destroy humanity is to take all of our nuclear weapons and launched uh, on our on, on our own cities.
1: And well, no, they they launched them at, at Russia.
0: Oh, they started it, and they so they started a global thermonuclear war.
1: They did. They they launched them at Russia, knowing that you know the counterattack would destroy their enemies over here.
0: That makes sense. Obviously, obviously Skynet, which, they, was- which
1: you really, I mean, it, they really could have just they didn't need that part of it because Skynet wasn't just an American thing. It was it became a worldwide. You know, right. a global network. So it could have really. It actually could have just launched our missiles at ourselves May- and Russia <laughs> at themselves.
0: Yeah, maybe Skynet was lazy. They go, "Yeah, they already got them pointed at each other. Let's just, do
1: Let's <laughs> yeah, just- why, why bother changing coordinates?
0: Yeah, this will be easier. This, you know, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, you remember War Games? Why don't we do something like that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah that. it's That's so easy." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Terminator Two, uh, which is probably the most action packed of all the movies. Well, I don't know about it all most action packed, but to me, the most enjoyable action of all the movies.
1: Because well, it was, this was like very cool effects at the time. This was like when those, you know, Oh yeah. Well, because yeah, no one, no one expected this.
0: Cause we had, cause first of all, you had, and we, we want to I want to talk to you too, also about the construction of the Terminator. Well, let's talk about it now. The first Terminator, he's a metal, basically he's a robot, a, 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 a a humanoid looking robot but they put human flesh over top of him so that he can travel back in time because the time machine somehow has to tra- has to transmit living matter and that's why they're naked when they come back through.
1: Yes and we as as we discussed online last night and I brought up if that's fine and you know they can only transmit living matter how come your hair doesn't your hair hair comes through.
0: Right your fingernails because those are dead.
1: Yeah, they're dead. But it's that's matter. just a little nitpick. Or,
0: or like you, you would come through with like super soft baby skin because you would be exfoliated from all the dead, <laughs> all the dead skin cells on the top that's, layer, right? You
1: would come through baby soft. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: like oh, this is so soft. You be, <laughs> you be like butt naked soup. You be like um, you'd have no hair and eyebrows, so you'd be like you, you had alopecia or something, and then, um, yeah. So, but my question is this. The, the 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 obviously the robot inside the flesh is not is not living material, so is it that anything it, it's like they, it's like it, maybe the flesh around it sort of confuses the machine or protects. Well, it is them. that's
1: that's what you know. Kyle says they're like uh, when he's explaining to the cops, he says nothing dead can go through, and they go, "Well, he's a robot." And oh, I forgot about surrounded that. Surrounded yeah. by living flesh.
0: That's right. That's right. So if you if if you really wanted to, you could sort of. You could. They could. The Terminator could just wrap himself in a ball, and they could just like, you know, wrap him in bacon, and it could. Well, no, that's not living. So
1: <laughs> that's, they could. They could put a bunch of pigs around him. Yeah, like wrap
0: tie pigs. around them. <laughs> Hey, your your toes point poking out between two of those pigs. That's not and, gonna work. And
1: there's here's two more points on this whole time travel that nothing nothing dead can come through, and they they've changed things obviously. You know, to make make the Well yeah, we'll
0: talk about that in a second. But go, but go ahead. Why
1: you know, why wouldn't Skynet that built this time machine make it so anything could go through and then it could have sent the Terminator back with futuristic weapons? That would have made life a lot easier.
0: Well yeah. Maybe well maybe that's a that's maybe it's an issue more of time machine or time travel than time machines. Maybe nothing can come back through time unless it has it's covered in flesh living flesh I don't know
1: that's, I don't know <laughs> but then that also brings up in Terminator 2 well yeah that's what we're gonna guess what we wanted to get to Terminator 2 the T1000
0: because Arnold's Arnold version is the t 800 yes and the Terminator 2 is t1000 he's made of living metal oh maybe that's it living metal
1: he's not living metal he's he's uh... Uh, liquid metal. Liquid Well, it's like, because he basically looks like Mercury and he can take any form he wants. Yeah. So, I mean, the, even if he looks, I mean, even if he can disguise himself as a human, he's still He's still, still, he's still metal. Yeah. Yeah, it's metal. So he even, you know, he shouldn't have been able to come through at all.
0: Yeah, that's almost like one of those things, uh, let's just forget about what we said in the first movie because this is so cool. We just got to do it, you know? Because uh, <laughs> James Cameron did this and this was this was when uh, – this was also right before um, – uh, came out like a year or so before uh, Jurassic Park. So CGI special effects have been – well, actually, I think what happened was James Cameron did the the cool effects in the movie The Abyss. And that was like what, 1989, 1990 or something like that? Um, anyway, but it was before Terminator. And I think he did this – so they did that cool liquid effect. With the with the water column, the column of water yeah. that when it moved around the ship, and everybody was like, "That's so cool!" And then now, of course, it just goes, eh, "Whatever." You know, you see that in a in a cough drop commercial nowadays or something. So, um,
1: <laughs> You're pretty good cough drop. Yeah,
0: or one of those commercials with the the little cartoon phlegm. You know, it's basically the same 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 effects. <laughs> I'm phlegm. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so. I think James Cameron was like, let's use that but make it metal. And they were like, yeah, that's cool. And then and there they, was somebody, They probably
1: figured that after 10 years, people would have forgotten right, about the living flesh s- thing.
0: Somebody was like, James, um, Mr. Cameron, what about – shut up. You're fired. That was my little my little joke. That, that, that probably did. actually happened. It, it, um, yeah, but it's not funny because somebody got fired, lost their job just for bringing up something. Something uh some you know <laughs> something logical uh dealing with the the uh what do you call it? Not the it's not the canon but the uh The uh, consternation. the, the con- continuity. Continuity. This is this doesn't work in the current continuity, Mr. Cameron. You probably had a lisp, You probably talked like Mr. Cameron, this doesn't work <laughs> Anyway, so they so they just kind of forgot about it. They said, ah, forget it. You know, uh,
1: we don't not, need a, not a big deal either because right. it's, it's it's just a minor point. And uh by the time you saw what the, the the new T1000 liquid metal thing could do, you had completely your mind was completely blown.
0: Yeah, it was he was killer. I mean, look, it looked, it, I mean, it still looks cool today even though the effects are a little bit dated. You can watch it and kind of see that because I feel like in, with computer generated effects, what what sort of lose I get lost on sometimes is that the shadows sometimes aren't dark enough. You know, it's it's almost like it sometimes it doesn't feel like it's a part of the scene if you look really closely. So, but I think it still works because I think what they did was they were smart. They they I feel like anyway I'm guessing um, they they didn't push it too far. They sort of said let's do what we can with what we've got, and then. We don't want to go too far because it might look it might look kind of goofy. So I think they, whatever they did, it worked. It worked. So, uh, but this, but this, we we go um, and we. <laughs> this is this reminded me of. Do you, do you know who's um, uh, John Connor is played by? Uh, what's his name? Um, Eddie Edward Eddie Furlong. Edward, Edward Furlong. Furlong yes. Uh, who everybody thought was going to have a huge career and he didn't. You know, he, no,
1: just he was. A, he's, he's a. He's a uh, messed up kid.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, most recently, I did see him in the the Star Trek fan film or pilot, uh, Star Trek Renegades with with um, um, uh, Walter Kinnick. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's a pretty good show if you like Star Trek. But anyway, yeah. But I, mean, I was like, holy shit, that's a, a refurnal. Whatever happened to him? I think yeah, I think he had a lot of problems and stuff because it's one of those things where he became really famous really young and stuff. But uh, when he shows up, when he first shows up.
1: Do you know who his co-star is uh, briefly? Of course I do, Russ. (laughs) Danny Cooksey. The young Danny Cooksey. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, that's like – I don't know. That's an inside joke that we probably shouldn't bring up. But but, but, we'll well, suffice it to say that that Danny Cooksey has become sort of a bane of my existence among my – Danny
1: Cooksey is very important to um, Russ.
0: Among my friends – in the wizard wizard entertainment community, what what I'll probably we can address that someday because I think it's a funny story, but not for today. Uh, Danny Cooksey, Danny Cooksey. <laughs> um, so Danny Cooksey is his friend. And he's like, what Dan- I can't remember. This really doesn't matter. But but he and Danny Cooksey um go and they go and they rob an ATM. With a, with a small Atari Lynx, which was product placement that didn't work because the Lynx went nowhere. It was a handheld gaming system. And they plugged it into this card and, like, you know, robbed money from an ATM.
1: Yeah, so you so you can see that John, you know, knows how to hack computers.
0: Right, he's got – yeah, so it's like – Even back
1: then as a, as a kid.
0: So I guess that does matter because it sort of shows that he's uh, sort of a, a – what would you call it? A, a foreshadowing of the future John Connor.
1: But anyway – and then what happened, what we see is. Well, can I, can I interrupt you? Oh, please do. Please do. In, in Terminator 1, the first thing you see is uh, the time bubble showing up and Arnold, the Terminator, comes out. He's kneeling. He's like in a three-point stance. Yeah. He's like. Not that that matters either. No, he's So naked, Arnold he's comes out and he's, he's obviously the bad guy. He goes, he kills a couple of kids to get their clothes. And, so you know, he's a, he's a badass.
0: And he shows up at the Griffith Observatory, but that's. Neither here nor there, but but I, well, I bring that up just because it happens again later in another movie. But okay, go ahead.
1: And then and then uh, they cut to another scene in a dark alley, and Kyle Reese comes through. The, right, the guy who's sent meant to protect her, and he's now naked he, and much less. He's buff. Na- yes, and he he still had his hair, and so now yes. in Terminator Two, you see the time bubble appear again, and Arnold comes out, and you are like. Right.
0: Like, oh, okay. he's
1: Terminator. And then, you know, they cut to another a dark alley where a cop is investigating a an ele- electrical disturbance. Right. And Kyle Reese, or not Kyle Reese, but a supposedly human comes out and knocks the cop down and takes his stuff. And, and you like, realize oh, that's going to that's be the human protector. Right. right. And then they flip everything on its ear when – we get to the arcade where you were where you, uh, you were talking about. They stole the money. They went to play in an arcade, and you see the cop coming to find John, and you see Arnold coming to find John. Right. And then they're in the, the back alley, in the, the back of the, the warehouse, like the place they're not supposed to be, and both of them are converging on John, and Arnold pulls out this shotgun, and the cop is right. coming. He's got his gun-aimed, and... Arnold looks at him and looks at John and goes, get down. So John gets down because, of course, he's been trained for this. And you find out Arnold is here to protect John. Right. Yeah. So they twisted everything on its ear from that's, the first.
0: That was a pretty good Arnold, by the way. Get down. Thank you.
1: Get, get down. down.
0: And then, well, and I would imagine what's going through uh, John Connor's mind at this point. like, Oh, shit. My mom isn't crazy. Right. Well,
1: yeah, that. And then, you know, he brings that up after they. uh after the Terminator rescues right. him.
0: So, uh, and, and we should mention the, the name of the actor who plays the T 1000.
1: Uh, what's his name? He's on, he's on Scorpion now. Um,
0: yeah. And he was on, he was on X files. Um,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Actually I, was going to, I was going to like put you on the spot. Now I forgot his name. <laughs> 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 he's, I like him. He's a great actor. And, uh, uh, oh geez, my mind is gone But we should have this stuff like listed out. We, we don't, prepare. We
1: don't he was, prepare. He was he was the out. guy who, who does the thing.
0: <laughs> he's that guy. Yeah, he's very cool too. He was perfect for that because yeah, he, he was like so stoic the whole time. He had no expression. Uh, and then, um, so but you know, of course, you know they they then when uh, one of the cool effects and of course, like again, this is today. This would be no big deal. One of the cool scenes is. When he walks, when he goes to get Sarah Connor, because doesn't he go to kill her? And then he's like, he like walks through the bars at the mental institution, yeah. And then he like, he like goes, and his body like just kind of melts around the bars. That was so cool. <laughs> was just, um,
1: nerd. <laughs> <you're a> nerd. <laughs>
0: Fucking nerd. No so yeah, so you know
1: what? You. We're, it's we're only on Terminator Two. Yeah. So well, we're. We already discussed. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna
0: go through like each movie in detail. But I wanted to focus on the one and two and and five because that deals with even though that maybe isn't as good as Salvation, it deals with the time travel more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because that's what this podcast is sort of about. Um,
1: that time, time. as we keep
0: reminding you, it's Mike and Russ time, and we can do whatever we want.
1: God damn right.
0: Uh, okay, so. Arnold, um, wait! What was I going to say? Oh, so 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 Arnold is
1: back to save him, protect him,
0: right? And and lots of stuff happens. There's lots of explosions, chasing some great chase scenes, uh, big tractor trailers and stuff getting busted up. And oh, one of the cool scenes is when the 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 tractor trailer busts over the bridge. To he's chasing after. Oh, that's that's right. John Connor is on the back of a motorcycle. And, and the Terminator is driving it. Well, the reprogrammed Terminator because he's
1: – Arnold's been reprogrammed. No, no. So you're messing it all up now.
0: Oh, gosh. All right. Go ahead. F- fix it for me because I – I, I ter- I In
1: Terminator, Terminator 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, Terminator 2. John, John Connor is running – he's on his motorbike and he's running away from the – Oh, that's he, right. Was, he's
0: got a, He's got the dirt bike. That's right. And – Yeah.
1: And the, the Terminator right. comes running out and, and takes over this uh, – throws this guy off a big – Big rig, big rig, right. And is chasing uh, John Connor down the, the LA River Basin. Right, but that's what I was going to say. It's a big concrete thing.
0: Right, it hardly ever has water in it. But, but what I thought was cool was when he busts through, bust through the side of the bridge to go on to, down into the LA River. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's like, because, <sighs> you know, John Connor's on the dirt bike. I forgot. L- later, Arnold shows up on another motorcycle.
1: Yeah, and then he – that's when he saves yeah, him. Yeah, that's when he saves
0: him. Yeah, I'm sorry. It oh, got saves him again. To, saves him, yeah, like multiple times. Okay, uh, so I want to – Oh, oh, oh okay, and I'm sorry.
1: Then you find out after John's like, hey, okay, pull over. We got to find out what's going on. He asks him what happened, and you find out that uh, 30 years in the future, John right, right. captured and reprogrammed A this All Terminator right. to send back here to be his protector here and now, which – is kind of weird again in the whole time dilation future thing because right. that means the uh, Skynet would have had to send back the T800 and then almost immediately send back the T1000.
0: Well, yeah, well, we don't know because it could have been a year later or something in the future. Well,
1: yeah, but you can't do that a year later in the future because, like I said, time doesn't work the same in past and future. So, if well, they what I'm the- saying,
0: yeah, but what I'm saying is when, when, uh, when Skynet sends back the T one thousand, they send it back in like nineteen ninety two or ninety four or something to to kill John Connor. Instead of it's like, well, it's like almost like
1: oh, he couldn't kill his mom. Let's try to kill him. Well, that's that's the thing, though. I mean, as soon as they sent the Terminator back, and, and time didn't change.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is Skynet had to come up with a new Terminator. So it took him who knows how long it took him in the future to come up with it. It didn't and. It didn't. They could have sent it right back to 1984 if they wanted to, but for some reason they sent it to, to kill the teenage son. Uh, I don't know if that's contradicting what you're saying, but um,
1: I, I don't. I don't think you get what I'm saying. I don't get. I that's, don't. Okay. Maybe may I'm
0: missing your point. Like, you're,
1: why? You're why? My point, why
0: yes. do you? Why do you think that they invented it immediately? We
1: don't know that because, they
0: invented it immediately.
1: Be, no, because because okay, we won't we won't follow Terminator. Thing. It will just follow like general stuff.
0: Okay,
1: we're in the in the future. Future, uh, future. Russ comes back, right, and changes some event, right? That's gonna say, give you. Um, I go back to kill
0: th- you in the past no. because well, see that's no. that's kind
1: of rude. I was just gonna say you're you're in the future and you're like, <laughs> gee, I, th- I sure would like a third nipple. So you send yourself back in time to give yourself a third nipple. Okay. Now, in the future, or actually, I can't, you send me back in time to give you a third nipple. Like, go
0: back and give me a third nipple.
1: Yes. Now, as soon as I vanish from the future, if that third nipple doesn't appear on your body, you know that my mission failed.
0: Well, maybe. I mean, we talked about this before with Back to the Future. Like, when he went back in time, that photograph like everybody didn't disappear from the photograph immediately. His brother started disappearing first and then his sister started disappearing. So like the time
1: effects. Well, that was him going back and looking at a picture from the future. This right. is you're standing. You're standing right there in the future. You're standing right next to the time machine. As soon as I vanish, well, I could spend, I could spend a thousand years in the past, but no time really would have changed for you.
0: Okay, so but your point is that like in, that when they sent back the T eight hundred, immediately Skynet in the future would have realized, God damn it, it didn't work. Yes,
1: but the, that's the exactly. Only, what the only should have happened.
0: Okay, but the only problem with that is the whole timeline. If we're going with a linear timeline, whole timeline would have changed because Judgment Day didn't happen when it originally did happen. So time changed, everything changed. So the time, so the Skynet that sent back the T eight hundred. Technically, wouldn't exist. Not in the same timeline, anyway.
1: It would have been different because because no, it would have been exactly the same. If you're just if you're just talking that that one, not not even an alternate time thing. They send the Terminator back. He fails in his mission. That still means oh, you're saying
0: oh, I see. You're saying
1: he failed to kill Sarah Connor, but Skynet's still going to get built and cause the nuclear war. John is going to become leader. So So that that wouldn't change anything. But exactly. So as soon as the Terminator left. If nothing changed, then Skynet would have went. Oh shit! I failed, and there's really no reason to send Kyle back because obviously the Terminator failed.
0: Okay, right. Okay, so you, you, I thought you said, I thought you said that ter- that Skynet immediately, instantaneously invented the T one thousand. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. They didn't.
1: No, it doesn't make any sense. But no, but they instant
0: I'm- they instantaneously realized uh, it didn't work. So yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, yeah.
1: Yes, but the thing is even they obviously had and you know this this kind of messes up with all the movies they if you go with terminator 1 they had the t 800s terminator 2 they had the T1000 and terminator 3 they had the TX right. now if skynet had all of these ready why wouldn't you send the TX which is obviously oh. the obvious most powerful one right back to 1984
0: well, why would Sarah you Connor? why would you assume they had the T1000 ready the T1000 is a more advanced version so it's like i don't i never assumed that the skynet had a T-1000 when they originally sent back Arnold.
1: But the, the, basically everything was done. The, the Rebels had taken over the base. They had to pretty much crippled Skynet. Skynet's last-ditch effort was to send the T-800 back.
0: Okay, well, here's my theory. My theory is that it created a new timeline, and, and, and somehow in that new timeline, Skynet created Arnold... But didn't send him back in this new timeline, and they're like, you know what? This isn't going to be that good. Let's create something better. Let's call it the T one thousand, and then we'll send that why one would, back.
1: Why would there be? I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, no, there's a new timeline because they changed time. They changed history. I mean, they changed future. No, they didn't.
1: No, they didn't because yeah. they sent. No, they sent the Terminator back, and they sent Kyle back to impregnate. Oh, wait, save wait, Sarah wait, an impregnator.
0: Oh wait, that's right because it didn't change because wait 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 the time didn't change. That's right because at that point in 1994 or 92, when Terminator 2 happened, Judgment Day was still going to happen in 1997. You're right. You're correct. Okay, that's right. There wasn't a new timeline in that sense.
1: Um, so I don't. So if how how it would have how it works, you know, movie wise and timeline wise, the term the. Skynet would have had to send back the T 800 for Sarah, would have had to send back the T 1000 to kill John.
0: Yeah, that's what I assumed. And so then. But
1: if they had the T 1000, why wouldn't they just send that one back to kill Sarah?
0: Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I I
1: see. Yeah, they would have had to send back the T 800 or the the Arnold one and immediately, or even send them in the same time bubble, sent one back to kill Sarah in 84. And one back to kill John in ninety. Well, okay. There's
0: two things. Two things we need to address. I think that's con- that I'm confused about what you're saying. Do you, are you saying when they send back the T800, they also had a T1000 sitting next to him? But they said ah, let's send back the T800. That doesn't make any sense.
1: That it doesn't make any sense. But that's the way it would have to work. If no, it follow- wouldn't.
0: No, it wouldn't have to work yes. that way.
1: You're, you're missing. No. <laughs> let
0: Let me explain to you how it would work in my head.
1: Okay. Explain to me how it wouldn't work in the
0: future. No, in the future,
1: in the Skynet
0: future, Skynet sends back the T eight hundred. Yes. They immediately realize they immediately realize it didn't work. So Skynet, the computer can says, well, you know what? Let's send back another Terminator, but this time let's change the Terminator. We're going to send back because maybe the reason it didn't work is because there's something inherently wrong with the Terminator. We sent back the T eight hundred. Let's invent a new one. We'll call it a T one thousand, and let's invent that, and let's send that one back.
1: Okay, now even even if it is a computer and it's learning, you know, it learns at a geometric rate, it would have had to take in some time to invent the new Terminator.
0: Well, okay, here's what here's where you're sort of jumping head movies because right, it would have taken well, some time to make. The yes, movies. it would
1: take some time because you're saying the thing is so wait no, what I'm saying from from the the story in the first one. Is that they had beaten Skynet? Skynet was done. Right. They had they had won the war, so Skynet couldn't go. Right. Well, let me d- invent a new Terminator because Skynet's dead. It okay. Invented- well,
0: well, that's what we thought. What if Skynet had another backup <laughs> computer? You yes. know, in, in Australia it had a
1: node somewhere.
0: Yeah, it had a hidden computer in a bunker in Australia just in case. Just in case their fail their. Just in case their failsafe didn't work. Just in case their Terminator going back in time didn't work. Maybe they had another one. They said, well, it's kind of like in the movie uh, Contact when they built that, that machine that was the, 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 the aliens sent plans for. And they're like, ah, oh, it got destroyed. God damn it. Now we can't travel through space. But then they come over and they go, oh, yeah, by the way, we were building a backup system over here. What so is Skynet?
1: The, Skynet has a, an Australian branch. Right. What is Skynet? Had, <laughs> that had its own time machine. Right and laid laid secret for many many years. No, I'm going to give you new-
0: yeah, and I'm going to give you an even better example <laughs> during in the during the Manhattan Project when, when during World War II when uh, scientists the the Atomic Energy Commission was was uh, directed to create a nuclear bomb, an atomic bomb, which at this point was only theoretical. We didn't we didn't even have one yet. But based on Einstein's theory of relativity, we thought we could invent, right? I say we, as in the humanity. I had nothing to do with it. So, uh, just in case you're wondering, so when they when they were developing uh, the Manhattan Prize, when they were trying to develop the, top the atomic bomb, they had two paths to the atomic bomb: implosion and explosion. Did you know this?
1: I did not know this.
0: Okay, so they were so basically, they had two teams. Uh, in the Manhattan Project, tr- basically racing to the finish line, saying, "One of you guys, one of you teams, come up with the best way to create a nuclear bomb." And and they had s- two teams of scientists. One team was like, "We think implosion is the way to go. We're going to create, we're going to create a a bomb. We're going to put the, the you know plutonium and stuff in the middle. It's going to we're going an, an implosion device that will send in a, that will have, uh you know that will implode onto the." nuclear material which will then create the chain reaction then the other team says no we're going to explode something and it's going to create the the chain reaction so what if skynet said hey we should learn from the stupid humans in their manhattan project let's have a couple of different uh computer teams working on this (laughs) So, so there's like yeah so there's skynet australia working on the t 1000 that's what my okay, story, so and i
1: if, if that's, I'm if that's your, your way to go, then, then they obviously had built their own time machine as well. Right, they and had a separate. They're, time maybe they're machine. yeah. Maybe okay. I'll even I'll even say that they did have a uh, Skynet Australia. Oh,
0: Mike, wait,
1: and they that this <laughs> solves everything because then Skynet Australia, when they build their time right, machine,
0: right, you're going exactly. They can I send
1: back stuff that isn't. Isn't exactly. That you- exactly. That's what I was just thinking. Exactly. Oh so, man, this is so. It is so. Maybe that's it. SkyNet Australia <laughs> figured out a new way to send Terminators right. back in time, and then without- John.
0: Yeah, and John Connor only had access to the old time machine.
1: Yeah, he had the he had the one that you had to send back living flesh. Right,
0: and he realized he's like, oh shit. Well, let's reprogram this one, and hopefully, it can go back and and kill. Yeah, and that would explain. In fact, that also that would also explain why. Uh, in in Terminator 5 or Terminator Genesis, when uh, John Connor sends back a T-800 back to when Sarah Connor was a little girl, that he didn't send back like a T-1000 or something.
1: That's true. And also um, – and here's, here's another thing. Uh, they would have had to – okay, here's also. Also, also. They would have had to send back – or no, they would have had to have in their company – In their in their team that had taken over Skynet, right? um, At least two Arnold, at least two eight hundreds who had been reprogrammed.
0: Oh yeah, at least.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good question. When they sent back Kyle in in their time in the in the we'll say the American Skynet um, time machine, they sent back Kyle, and then he would have had to go. Oh wait, I remember having a Terminator when I was twelve years old, so we have to send back. You know, Joey over here, right. who I reprogrammed to defend um, me. And we also got to send back this one for the T5. Well, one. yeah,
0: maybe, maybe he had him sitting there and he's like, if this one doesn't work, I've got another idea. So get, get this one ready. And then he sends it back and goes, ah, goddammit, it didn't work. Okay, get the other one ready. I'm going to send that back to help my mom when she's a little girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the the question I have to you is, how many of these T 800s do you think there were? Because in the future, the the, the 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 terminators walk around with no flesh on them. But we also know that there were at least a few of them with flesh on them
1: at some point. Well, yeah, they came right? they came out in the in the processing plate. You saw that in uh, the fourth one, Salvation.
0: Uh. But okay.
1: at the end, he go he goes in they go into Skynet Central. Or the Skynet core, and you see the entire assembly line just putting together Terminator after Terminator, and they they probably took one out of every ten and put flesh on. Right, them. they all looked they all looked like Arnold, right, for
0: whatever reason, and they all had an Austrian accent. We don't know why. <laughs> We don't know why. Maybe, maybe maybe Skynet, maybe there's something in Skynet like one of the one of the subroutines was originated in Austria. You or know may, what? You know.
1: Maybe will we'll take it. It's not Skynet Australia. It's Skynet Aus- Austria.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's it. We're coming This is <laughs> when they do Terminator 6, they need to talk to us because we have it all together.
1: We've we figured it all we'll out. We, it we've out. solved all the time problems.
0: Okay, so let's uh let's kind of skip over well not really skip but Dealing with the time, let's kind of skim over Terminator 3. But I do have a question about Terminator 3. So Terminator, Terminator 3, is, is which, pretty bad. which is interesting. They, they
1: tried to make it. Good. Right.
0: Well, yeah. It's interesting that you and I didn't – well, I didn't see Terminator 3 until recently. And, it, and it's one of those where I had seen part of it when it's on TV, but I always flip the channel. And I remember when it came out in like 2003 or whatever it was, 2002, something like that. When it came out, I, even when I saw the previews, I'm like, ugh, that looks like it sucks, you know? And now when I finally watch it, I don't think it sucks. But at the same time, it's easily the weakest of all of the Terminator films.
1: And it's bad. it's they tri- Like bad. Like they, they tried it. to make it funny and campy. Right. And there's t- it, it's, it was. There's,
0: <laughs> there's too many jokes or too many of the, you know, I'll be back jokes and all that kind of stuff. And there's too many. In fact, they make a whole lot of references also to Terminator 2. Like a lot of the action scenes, the chase scenes, it's like, Let's redo it because it was funny the first time or, or whatever. Or if we do redo this, it will be funny, that kind of thing. Yeah, was- and
1: they, they made the – like th- that first chase – the car chase scene right. with um, the, the lady Terminator and that that big – I don't even know what it was, that crane that she was in. Right, right. And a that crank- was like destruction over the top. yeah. Level it was like Michael Bay destruction it was ridiculous yeah it was insane I was thinking holy shit
0: they must have closed down the, the whole like uh, uh west side of or you know <laughs> east side of downtown Los Angeles or something and they were because they basically it looked like they were driving through uh Skid Row and just like destroying whatever they could you know it was insane uh, oh that but that's a good, that brings me up another question from Terminator Three that I had. We know that the flesh on on the Terminators is human flesh, right? Uh, but it's uh, and it's living flesh, and it regenerates, because we learned this in Terminator, at least, well, I remember, I did, I might have learned it earlier and forgot, but we learned in Terminator Genesis that it regenerates, but it takes a while to regenerate, because Arnold was like, oh, uh, it will take a couple of years from my, or weeks, or whatever it was, I forget how long it was, before his arm regenerated, remember that? Yes. So we know it regenerates, but it's not very fast. But remember the scene we were just talking about in Terminator 3? She, Arnold, the, the T-800 is hanging on the end of this crane, uh, which is on the back of a tractor trailer uh, or back of a big truck. And the crane is going through all these buildings. It seems to me by the time that all that ended, most of his flesh would have been ripped to pieces and he would be basically most – you know, mostly just the metal skeleton Terminator
1: and that, then like – that That's why it sucked.
0: So that's another reason. Okay.
1: That's right. another reason. All right. So – So, oh, the – give a basic recap of Terminator 3.
0: Well, let's also remember – okay, remember in Terminator 2, they end up at a park, like a rest area, and they're driving a station wagon. Oh – they just so happen to steal another station wagon in terminator 3 and wind up at a restaurant area at a picnic table again <laughs> i'm like oh come on really I, I mean i understand making nods to the previous films and that can be fun and you know there's you know that kind of stuff but it's like it was just like uh you know, it's almost like it was written by like a teenage fanboy of Terminator 2. Let's write Terminator 3. Right, yeah, let's have, them, let's have them steal another another station wagon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, <laughs> Termi- <laughs> so let me ask you about – okay. So the Terminator – the third Terminator, what was that one called? The T-1200 or something? What was it? Right,
1: right. Oh, that was the, the – that Terminator was the T-X. The T-X.
0: Oh, yeah, because that's – you put an X on it, it sounds cool. Whatever.
1: Anyway. And it was a it was a hot chick.
0: Hot chick. She was very hot. I like the act the actor did a good job. She was cool because she had that sort of stoic you know, that stoic face the whole time, which was cool. In fact, there was actually a couple of scenes where it's like, you know, that's the actress standing there moving her face, but it actually almost looks CGI because it's so still. Her face is so stuck in that expression. Uh, but that's you know, that's my humor there. But uh so she looked cool, she was hot, she kicked ass, but my question is: It's almost like okay. Let's see. It's like it's almost like okay. I want to say. Termi- I mean, I want to say Skynet Austria had like a B division, and they're like, um, we don't like liquid metal. We're gonna put liquid metal on top of a metal skeleton.
1: Yeah. I so, so,
0: and that's like. What's? The- I don't understand what they thought would be the advantage of that, except okay. that except that you have like weapons inside like because you have the medical metal skeleton and it's like oh good we can we could, this way we can actually build in a like laser shooter thing in her arm or something that gets damaged later on and then it's a flamethrower i don't know how that happens i mean unless she had a flame that was another maybe that was like another weapon although when you're if you're if you're like a highly advanced computer and you can make weapons that are shoot laser bolts why would you go like? What else? What else are we gonna put this? What else are we gonna put in this? Hey, why don't we put a, a flamethrower? That worked really well in World War Two. You know, it's like I don't get why they would put a flamethrower in it. Whatever. Um, see, this is one of those movies where the more you talk about it, the more it sucks. So. Yeah. Well,
1: I'll give you a little recap. Terminator. Okay. Three yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Picks up. Picks up after. The events of Terminator Two, obviously, when they years, already changed the future,
0: right? When so, Judgment Day did not happen in nineteen Judgment
1: Day didn't happen, and right. you know they they uh, they killed the guy um, who created Skynet and killed the 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 company right. that had created Skynet, and they made sure but
0: they melted made sure they melted was, down the T eight hundred,
1: so there was nothing left to
0: create Skynet with, because because that yeah. was what happened was in Terminator. Two was that. Well, how does Skynet still happen? And, and they said, "Well, they found part of Arnold's arm." And then you
1: know, they found it. the arm and they found the uh, the crushed chip.
0: Right, and was it then they were able to okay. reverse engineer it? Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: So, um, yeah. So John Connor is now a drifter. He's a he's you know in his 20s. He's a drifter. He's off the grid. He's off the grid, which made no sense because you know if if he is a computer hacker, which he clearly <laughs> was in Terminator Two. Why didn't he just create a new identity for himself?
0: Well, so he didn't need to be
1: true. drifting yeah. from place to place and, and uh, you but know. But maybe he was like – maybe
0: he was overcompensating just thinking, well, I don't even want to take a chance because if I, if I create a new identity, what if Skynet realizes in the future who, who that new identity is and they can track me on, on, online and that's stuff? That's
1: true. Um, so the, uh, the, the Terminator comes back from the future and, and instead of just targeting John – it says, oh, we couldn't kill John Connor. We couldn't kill Sarah Connor. So we're going to kill all his lieutenants. Yeah, and his – yeah, and – right. Here's another so the ter- Wait, wait. The Terminator comes through and starts killing off people, and then they finally come to John, and oh, one of his lieutenants is named Kate Brewster, I believe, played by uh, the chick on <laughs> Homeland. I can't remember her name.
0: Our, our brains suck at remembering celebrity names. <laughs>
1: My friend, so Anyway, that, that Terminator comes back and right. blah blah blah. They go through a whole big thing, and it turns out that her father now is the creator of Skynet. Right.
0: Acts like kind of accidentally. He's yeah.
1: Yeah. For the the yeah. So it and then so Skynet uh,
0: Sky becomes a, a well he's creating it as part of the like defense department or something. Yeah. Um, like as a as a way to combat like cyber warfare. They create Skynet. Well, then they realize, oh shit, Skynet is the, the very virus that we were supposedly creating it to fight against. So yeah, smooth move there.
1: Yeah. So they they um, get away and, and at the very end, uh, they're like, oh, how do we stop Skynet? And, and the guy who created it is like, oh, you have to go to the secret bunker. And oh, well,
0: not only that, but we, you forgot to mention another important part. Well, we didn't. Well, we mentioned the T eight hundred, but the T eight hundred was sent back again to protect John Connor, but also to protect. But he was sent back by his wife. For for I don't understand this part. He was sent back by his wife because John Connor in the future was killed or something. Cause it, yeah,
1: this this was like this was more of an alternate timeline kind of thing where they had yeah they did crazy stuff with the future. But yeah, so. The the girl he, he meets, Kate Brewster, whose father creates Skynet, is in the future going to become John Connor's wife and one of his lieutenants, and is going to be the one that captures this Terminator and reprograms it and send it back to, to this time so they can both, you know, be, get together.
0: Right. And yeah, I find it so, funny that you can. I find it funny you can remember the character name, but
1: well, uh, see, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna bring that up, and I'll bring that up in a bit. Okay. Um, so at okay. the end, they, they, they're ready to destroy Skynet, and the, the father sends them to the secret underground bunker. And they're like, Skynet's right. not here because it's only full of old 30 year old computers. And right. they realize he, he there's really no stopping Skynet, so he sent them there knowing that the nuclear war is going to happen to keep them safe so they could live.
0: Right. And so it ended kind of on a sour note compared to It others. ended on
1: a sour note with those two knowing that they were going to have to deal with the future. And then he's but like, The reason that I remember her name. Okay. Is because, and I don't know if they, they took this from the third movie, in Terminator Salvation, John Connor is married. And you yeah, don't and find out the, her name until the very end when one of the guys is like, oh, I'm sorry, Kate. And I don't know if they took it from Terminator.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I Great. think they did. I assume because she was also a redhead. And Claire Danes is the character. She was sort of a red, like a strawberry blonde. And I think that I assume that, yeah, well, this is Kate. This is the same character. Yeah. And it was almost like that was the only real connection Terminator Salvation had to, yeah. Termi- to Terminator Three. It was sort of
1: like because nothing should be connected to Terminator right. Three. Um,
0: but we can, I think, if people want to, if people have never seen, like, say, somebody's seen Terminator or maybe even Terminator One and Two, but haven't seen the others, you could skip Terminator Three.
1: Don't even worry. Completely, about it. I mean, yes, don't need it.
0: Um, although there was a character in Terminator Three, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, Let me find the character's name because J.K. Simmons plays a character in Terminator Genesis who I think appeared in Terminator 3. And I wanted to find out if he appeared in one of the other previous Terminators. In Terminator 3, this guy comes up and talks to Claire Danes. He's like, I'm a grief counselor or whatever for the police department.
1: And then – Yeah, that's Dr. Silberman. He was in Terminator 1 and 2. He was the – Okay. Sarah.
0: Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so he's played by J.K. Simmons in Terminator Genesis. And who that guy can never, he can do no wrong. Is he?
1: I don't remember him in five at all.
0: Uh, Okay, I'm going to look it up because I just remember J.K. Simmons' character in five. um,
1: He was the reporter. Okay, so he was the reporter, so he wasn't. Oh, okay, yes, in five. the reason they brought that oh, right. character back he's is a- because Kyle the the new Kyle Reese in 5 right met him uh saved his life in the store from the the ter- from the other terminator.
0: Term which terminator?
1: There was an Asian terminator. A T1000, an Asian T1000 that came Yeah,
0: back. I know I well, the reason I thought that JK Simmons character, which I just looked up, his name is O'Brien, so he's not he's not uh, the, the that guy. Um, but the reason I thought that oh so when but see I thought that Jake Ken Simmons character, O'Brien, had like some previous knowledge of Terminators or robots from the future.
1: He did. He did. If you if you go okay. back and watch if you watch yeah. five again at when when Kyle Reese arrives, he does the same thing that he does in Terminator One. He gets caught by the cops after stealing right. the bumps' pants. Right. Runs into the store. But Um, Where in one, it was a real cop. In five, the cop that chases him is a T-1000.
0: Right. The Asian guy who sort of looked like the other guy, but an Asian version.
1: And (laughs) the two, there are two, there are two other cops that come to the call and chase him in the store. The Asian guy kills one of them, but Kyle Reese saves O'Brien.
0: Right. Okay. Or no, he
1: doesn't. Maybe the other cop doesn't get killed, but anyway, he saves O'Brien, and 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 that and that's and that's and O'Brien saw the the T one thousand or whatever it was get get like blown apart, and he knows that holy shit, something weird happened. So he was on the force for a while, right? You know, thinking, hey, shit's going down, and he's always talking about robots and stuff, and that's why he was kicked off the force and became a reporter, and was always looking for for this new story about a Terminator or whatever it was.
0: Right. So my question then is. um was his character in one of the previous movies? no, played by someone else
1: no no, he was just a you know just a random kind It's one of those things funny where, way to bring him back:
0: It's one of those things where these robots and stuff are probably an urban legend, and people think that it's not you know it's like UFOs or something, but he's yeah. one of the people that really believe it uh, and
1: he, yeah he was there and he saw it.
0: Oh well okay um, but here's something interesting. Oh, okay, young. Because I looked at Terminator Genesis and I looked at uh, IMDb and it said that uh, his character was played by J.K. Simmons and Wayne Bastrop, uh, uh But then I realized, oh, is he as young O'Brien? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Do you want to do you want to talk real quick about Salvation, or do we need to, or do we want to just to sort of touch on it because the Salvation doesn't have much to do at all really to do with the time travel stuff. Salvation takes place in like what 2013, 20. 13, 20 I don't know. It's the future from 1984, but it's like
1: yeah, it's it's after the it's after the nuclear war, right? And they're really just the rebellions are just getting started, the
0: early days of the resistance, right? Because yeah, they
1: only, they, like you said, they they only tie it in with the whole Kyle Reese, John Connor thing that he right. has to keep him safe.
0: And Kyle Reese is a young is a young guy, like a teenager. well, not a teenager, but like maybe his early 20s. He's played by um, what's his name, the guy who plays the guy who plays uh, Chekhov in the Star Wars movies. Yes. Uh, I like that actor. I can't remember his name because we can't remember anybody's actor's <laughs> names. Uh Anyway, so 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 we don't really need to talk about Salvation that much, although it's a cool movie. It's a very yes. cool movie. Um, it stars Christian uh, Bale and, uh, and, and, and Moon Bloodgood. Yes. And this the other guy, that the guy we just mentioned, I can't remember. Uh, there's other actors in there. There's a, It's a really good cast, actually. There's other actors that you'd recognize, and they're like character actors and stuff. Uh, The general guy, I can't remember his name. The Uh, guy Ironside. Yeah, the guy who is the leader of the resistance. Yes. At the time, Um, but here's one other thing I wanted to mention about Terminator Three that reminded me that isn't it convenient like that all of the resistance fighters just happen to be live right around in Los Angeles in Terminator Three? But then again, I guess I I guess when I think about it. they probably don't travel very far for the war because it happens to it happens all in Los Angeles anyway, or around Los Angeles. Because even in, even in Salvation, they're like they're like just outside of Los Angeles in the desert and stuff, like to the west. Yeah, to the, yeah, to that's, the, that's true. To yeah, because I mean,
1: to the east, LA is a big state, so it's, it's got a lot of people.
0: It's a city, Mike, in oh, in, in the state of California.
1: State, yeah, state city, same thing.
0: It's the second largest city in the country, you know. LA, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's only got like half as many people as in as in New York City, and we're all spread out all over the place. It's not like it's concentrated like I'm in in New York City. Is. Yeah, it's, anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with time. Once trail, again, but, sorry, Pat. Sorry, Pat. Don't hate us. Uh,
1: so so let's talk about Genesis, which <laughs> Pat's already turned <laughs> things yeah, off by
0: now. He's like, ugh you guys suck. there's <laughs> such a um. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's probably thinking there. Butch it up. Come on, butch it up.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so Terminator Genesis is the fifth installment. And what I've heard say is uh, completely rebooting the uh, – Oh, so
0: they're franchise. hoping this is reboot. Well, it could. I mean, I don't know how well it did in the box office. I know it got mixed reviews and a lot of bad reviews. Uh, I think among viewers, though, it might have been – Let me look at Rotten Tomatoes to check. But I know going in, I was like – I don't know. It might suck, but I I enjoyed it. I thought it was I pretty. Thir- cool.
1: Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well.
0: Uh, I do. You- I do think. Yeah, you're right. I think Salvation is a little bit better than it. But but as far as a Terminator go, Terminator movie goes, it it's right up there. So.
1: And this anyway. one does deal a little. It deals a little more with the whole time travel thing, right? And that's why it's we a, wanted to it's got talk a nice, about. It. This one does have the the bigger twist on it.
0: Right, and this is like where I mentioned earlier, I said that it sort of mentioned uh, that it's almost like it's, it's inevitable. Well, I, they sort of mentioned that in, in Terminator 3, but um, but it's also one of those that's sort of hopeful too, because what the interesting thing is it's in, it's like Skynet is inevitable because now Skynet is completely different. This takes place in what, 2014, 2013? Or like, it, you know, what, recent days or something. It starts Probably out, something. yeah.
1: So well, no, it, it well, no. Actually, you're right. It, it takes it place. Should, it it would have to take place way back when. When no, Sarah you're was, right. You're was, right. Uh, was a kid, like in the you know the late seventies, early eighties.
0: I just remembered. No, no, no. This takes place. Uh, we'll look at. I'll look up in a second. Uh, but it takes place in the late nineties. But the technology is more advanced. The technology is like they have because they have like they have like iPads and stuff.
1: But it shouldn't, it shouldn't take place in the 90s if they're using – well, Okay, well, a brief recap of this one is – and this I, I enjoyed how they did this. Um, in Terminator 1, when Kyle Reese first saves Sarah, he says, come with me if you want to live. Big opening great. line. Great come line. with me if
0: you want to live. In
1: Terminator 2, when uh, John and Arnold rescue Sarah from the ter- uh, T-1000, Arnold says, come with me if you want to live. Another great line. And in this I- one – Kyle Reese, I, I, is, I, Kyle I, I, Reese I is being attacked by the Terminator and a young Sarah Connor comes out of nowhere. She's all, you know, militarized up and she's yeah. a ass <laughs> girl. And she goes, she's like, come with me if you want to live to Kyle Reese, who's the one that's supposed to be there saving her. Which I thought was kind of a nice little twist. Oh,
0: wait, that. that's right. Because she hasn't even had John Connor yet. Has she, she hasn't
1: had John Connor yet. But this is what I, I would guess because – if they if they use kind of what they did in Terminator Two, where they changed the timeline, right? This this is yet another alternate timeline of a possible future.
0: Yeah, because I'm starting to think about like the technology and stuff they have. Oh no, I know, I know what it, I know what I'm confusing it. I'm so wait. <laughs> <sighs> Russ, they, take a breath. Take a I breath. I forgot. I forgot. I don't know how I forgot this. And this this doesn't look good for me being on the podcast, hosting a podcast about time travel. I forgot that they time traveled into the future.
1: Did you forget this as well? Time traveled into. Yes, that's yes. Sarah,
0: Sarah, Sarah and Kyle Reese time travel into the future. And Arnold's character, the T-800 says, I'll just meet you because I got to grow my arm back. So he's yeah. like, I'll just meet you at this place in the year. I want to, I want, I'm going to look it up, but I want to say 2013, but it actually says 2017. So actually, that that's so it's not a, okay.
1: All right, so I'm sorry. So there's there's funny. There's two time travel events. Yes, Terminator Five because they send Kyle Reese. Well, more back. than
0: that, three if you count the T800 going back in uh, time when Sarah was young.
1: Yeah, and then actually another one when when Skynet itself comes back.
0: Oh right, right. So okay, yeah. so so
1: so in this uh, one, in this one, they yeah. they. They send Kyle Reese back to save Sarah. But it turns out Sarah doesn't need saving because there was an Arnold, the T eight hundred, already back there when she was like nine. Right. To help her escape from other Terminators that were trying to kill her. So that she's Well oh, that's right, because
0: the Terminators that I mean, Skynet sent back Terminator to kill her when she was a little girl and it killed her family, but the T eight hundred that Kyle Reese sent back saved or I mean that John Connor sent back uh saved her and sort of was like a father figure to her.
1: So this is like or another her. alternate timeline of what could have. Right.
0: Possibly- so, and yeah, in fact, this movie in a way, uh, sort of erases or, or, or like goes parallel on a different timeline from all the other movies because, because Arnold, that 800 got there long before, um, a 1984, when she was more yes. like, more like in the, I want to say late sixties, early seventies when she was a kid.
1: And they and they show that, which is kind of neat. They they uh, yeah have uh, Arnold from 1984 show up in his time bubble, and then they yeah have the old Arnold show up and be like, "I've been waiting for you." And
0: I goes, like that. Did you fast. did you know they did a pretty good job too of recreating that because they like like I said earlier in the podcast towards the beginning where I said he shows up at the Griffith Observato- Observatory. And then he he runs into these like three like punk rocker guys, right? Which is like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to change all those characters. So. Yeah,
0: so they had different, of course, because I don't know if you remember, but correct me if I'm wrong, but Bill
1: Paxton played one of those punk rockers in. Bill Turbo Paxton Rider. is yes, he's the one. He's, and, he's the one that that wise that mouths off to. Right,
0: and they got whoever they got to play his character was pretty good. He he was like sort of doing an impression of Bill Paxton in a way, because uh, he's like yeah, like whatever he mouths off to him. So he killed, he get so then, but yeah, but here's the twist. That term, that Terminator never, um, uh, oh, what do you call it? That, yeah, that, that T-800 doesn't, uh, ever even encounter Sarah Connor because he gets destroyed by this Terminator, right?
1: Right. But it's weird because at that time for that Terminator, Sarah was probably, I guess in the movie, she was probably supposed to be in her. 20s or so
0: yeah well that's where i sort of give yeah a little bit of uh, what do you call it um suspension of disbelief or something because this sarah looks much well i don't know about much she looks maybe 10 years younger than linda hamilton did in, in the first terminator but she's supposed to be the same age
1: yeah she looks like so, a. at least in my opinion she looks like a teenager
0: yeah because sarah connor in 1984 was closer to 30 and this sarah connor is closer to 20 she looks like Uh, Well, I don't know if she looks like a teenager because she looks like his early twenties at the most. So, yeah, that's a little off. But you know, I mean, I think I thought the the girl they got to play her was pretty good. Um, You can't really top Linda Hamilton, but um, I thought she was pretty good. Um, But her boobs are a little bit bigger than (laughs) than, than Linda Hamilton's. But that's that's just my stupid guy guy thing I noticed. You know. But well,
1: yes, and if you want to just mention in Terminator Three. which you don't need to watch at all. Yeah, we could. But there is one scene that you could watch when, when Moon Bloodgood takes off her shirt oh, for no right. reason.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that was so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so gratuitous. We appreciate it, but it's so gratuitous. It's, I, was, I, was re- yeah, I was, yeah, I was reading
1: online. It was like so that unnecessary. Was, that was actually a big controversy because the uh, the studios wanted him to take that scene out, which they did for the actual movie.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. But on to like make he, it PG-13. Oh, I,
1: well, or that's no, kind of silly. Make because- it but any yeah. So there was a big, big controversy that he wanted Moon Bloodgood to show her boobs. And if you read the article about why he wanted, it's like, oh, he wanted to show the softness and, and you know gentleness. Oh, of whatever. Parts yeah. of humanity <laughs> still that existed. I was like, he just wanted to see her boobs. Yeah
0: that that is a that's like a that's that's a creepy director excuse for <laughs> yeah. That's like, um, and and I'm a little disappointed that. Moon blood Good went along with it, or at least, well, I don't know. Maybe she couldn't get out of it. But you know, if she bought if she bought that story, then I feel I, I'm disappointed.
1: But they probably yeah. they probably just so you know, this is how they do it in Hollywood. If you film the nude scenes first, they kind of have to go along with it. But if you film like most of the movie, and then you're like, oh, tomorrow we're going to do the nude scene, they can go, I'm not going to do the nude scene. Yeah, that's oh and yeah, there's nothing they can do. So that's why they have to usually film the nude scenes. Oh first. man,
0: Hollywood is so creepy, and so like, like they're like. They're like these dirty old men going, "All right, so we're going to do the we're going to do the nude scenes early because then, you know, cuz if we do them later, they'll they'll like they'll say no and then we can't, you know, we're stuck because we filmed everything else." And yeah. <laughs> well, see, look, if that's what he really wanted, they could have easily done it just showing her from the back, taking her shirt off and changing in the rain. Um, and so they you cuz she has a very lovely back and shoulders. I mean, it's like it's like you don't need to show the boob, and you could even you could have even showed her like covering herself up because she turned around to him to this to, to the to what's his name's character, and she's actually covered up. Like, what are you looking
1: at? The thing bag. was the thing. If you're watching the movie, which I watched that scene a couple times, right? She's she takes her shirt off. It, it's pouring rain out, so she takes her shirt off. You're like, oh, she's just going to change, but. There's nothing she was going to change into that would have been dry anyway.
0: Yeah, and if even if she did, it would have been wet immediately because it's a yeah. down it's a downpour, and they're not getting out of the rain. So like, there's no
1: no reason for her to take her shirt off. <laughs> but she she takes her shirt off, and then she turns around. She like covers her boobs up, and she turns around and looks at him, and he's not even looking at her. And then right. he turns around to look at her. I'm like, she's looking at him like. What are you looking at when he wasn't even looking at her?
0: And then, if you want to, and if
1: if if the movie maker, the
0: director, this 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 creepy director guy, if he if he wants to like to explain to us, well, she was trying to get his attention. Well, that's even stupider because it makes her character look all, oh, I'm all girly. I need a boy to look at me. No, she doesn't. She she doesn't give a shit about that. I mean, that's oh my god. Anyway, there's just more. <laughs> there's more. Oh my god. Okay, but. Let, We'll just pretend that didn't happen yeah, because that because that's otherwise a good movie. But yeah, that's that's just stupid. Okay.
1: Uh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving
0: on we, we, well, here's the thing: we got on the whole der- the creepy director stuff by me being like a dumb creepy guy, like oh boobs and stuff, and noticing boobs. But anyway. Uh anyway, I just I you know I don't know because I I think maybe it's because I'll, I'll use the excuse that I just. I, I just I, I love Linda Hamilton so much that it was like, you know, I couldn't help but compare, right True. So we compared the age. she looks too young, but you know too young, her boobs are too big, whatever. anyway, but she was good in the role. Uh, it was a good movie, and then so we jumped so yeah, so wait, remind me how
1: um, we, we got on this because remind me how Arnold destroys the T800. how, how does he uh they, they had some, I think it's some rocket some futuristic rocket they built that, that could blow him up. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Cause he shot, with- he, has, he has to fight with, he has to fight with himself. Right. And then, um, he gets the, the old Terminator, the old T 800, uh, gets knocked around and Linda Hamilton, the, the new Linda Hamilton, the new girl shows up and like blows him up and with a rocket. Sarah Connor. who just use her. Sarah- Sarah-
0: yeah. Well, here's, oh, that's right. That's right. But that's why they had to CGI a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because the funny thing is when he was in Terminator three, which came out? When did it come out again? Two thousand two or something? Two thousand three, yeah. Uh, th- I, they didn't have to do much with him to make him look because t- he hadn't aged that much. But he's aged a lot since two thousand two, like since that movie came out. Uh, maybe it was the his governorship made him got old, got old or something. I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when he was in Terminator Three, it's not like they had to use CGI. Ta hundred, yeah. They might have put some makeup on him to look a little bit younger, though. I don't know. To kind of mask some of his wrinkles. Anyway, we're getting off on something. We got we to gotta, um, talk about, you know, wrap up this with the Genesis stuff because there's some cool time travel stuff we need to discuss in this. Um, but you had something you were talking about with that because you said, so 1984, he saves, uh, he destroys, you right. know, we, um, but then they go and then they go and get John Connor.
1: They go. They get. They no. They get. Um, Kyle Reese. Oh, yeah, Kyle Reese. I mean, that's what they I mean, save yeah. him. And what what they're planning is they had been spending the last you know however many years that Terminator had been there. Right. Arnold had been building a time machine, right, to send uh Sarah and John into the future. They sent him into the future.
0: Oh, that's right. Because in why'd in, they
1: send them in the future? Okay, I yeah. think
0: I think if I remember correctly, and I could be completely off on of this. I think that um, that Arnold's T eight hundred. Let's see.
1: They were sending them into the future to to meet up at the time. I think that Skynet was going to go online, or right, something. right. That's yeah. the
0: thing. That's the thing is because when when. When they why does he go to twenty seventeen? Because oh, I know what it is. I know what I remember now. That's where this whole time thing traveled. Because what happens is Kyle Reese. Okay, so what happened? So what had happened (laughs) was okay. okay, okay, So let's start over. So (laughs) so basically, when they when they stopped the Terminator in nineteen eighty four, this Terminator did. You know this T eight hundred. Who she calls? What does she call him again? Pops. Pops. So when Pops kills the other 800T800, they basically stop Skynet from from being created. But as Skynet seems to do, it's like almost like it's inevitable. So then what happens is Skynet, which we don't realize right away, but Skynet doesn't happen until 2017. Well, Kyle Reese starts having flashes of memory from another timeline of what happened in 2017 and him telling himself – uh, you know, oh, that's
1: right. telling yes.
0: him it's almost like the future had been changed, but this is the same timeline as the future. So now he's getting memories, like these little glimpses of memories of a time oh, he like he. It's like a time he didn't live, but he did. Yeah, because, because he was yeah.
1: he grew up after the uh, after the nuclear war, right? And he's now getting flashes of him living with his family and, you know, having a happy childhood, which had never happened to him.
0: Right. He was, he was like a kid, I would say maybe what, 10 or 12, you know, somewhere around there in
1: in 2017. Yeah. On his birthday and having a good, having like good times, which never actually happened to him. So because
0: that's what judgment day ended up being on his birthday instead.
1: Yes. Because the
0: way, because the way Skynet was evolved this time was Skynet uh, in the 2000s decided, oh, let's, Um, you know, it was like became a a killer you know, app in a way. You, you know, know what
1: it became? It became Apple computers. Well, in a way, right? Because it was like it all these. it is, it's in every single thing that we do.
0: Right. There's... But not only that, because it was like, a, you know, it's like, yeah, it was, it was so ubiquitous. It became, it was a software application. Basically, but basically everybody installed it. So many people, like almost everybody in the world installed it because it was free and it was supposed to be the the application that changes your life. It's going to connect your life to everything and and everything will be beautiful. And so everybody wanted it. And when that application went online, that's when Skynet went live and decided to destroy humanity.
1: And I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say that Apple is Skynet. Apple is
0: Skynet. So when
1: it happens… You can say that I predicted it back in 2015. Well,
0: I know why you're saying this because you're going to side with the robots anyway, and you're going to be. Oh yes, yes. You're gonna, will, you're I'm going to side
1: with the robots in a heartbeat. And you're going to be saying, you're
0: gonna be like, "Sorry, Russ. Yeah, they're
1: gonna no, there's, go, there, no. There's a few people that I'll I'll try to save. Like they'll be like, "We're going to go kill a Russ Wooten. and I'll be like, "You know what, guys? He's he's pretty much harmless. Just let him live. He can you know he can live in my back house." We'll just leave him there. He won't cause you any trouble. So I'll do my best to save you. But if they go, look, we got to kill him, I'll be like, well, make it quick.
0: All right. Well, just just to let
1: you know, it's either going to be you're going to live in my back house and not bother anybody or you're killed (laughs) very quickly. I would say thank you, but it just seems weird.
0: (laughs) It doesn't seem right. Thank you, Mike, for saving me in the future when you throw the rest of humanity under the bus. Well, come Uh, on.
1: Come on. If you're fighting so, the robots, you're going to lose anyway. You might as well be on the side
0: well, going to win. The scary thing is, uh, if you think about it, if yeah, if computers ever did take over, like you know, it's artificial intelligence, humanity would be in a lot of trouble. Because uh, I feel like the only way you could really destroy it is if, like, you got a you got an arc of people to live off of the Earth, and you just nuke the entire Earth and destroy. And all the satellites, you have to like to basically destroy every piece of technology on planet Earth.
1: See, they tried to do that in the Matrix, though, and that didn't work. They, blo- they, they, remember they. Uh, That's right. They uh, shut out the sun. They, you know, clouded up the sun, the, the atmosphere. And yeah, uh, and then we'll just
0: be used as batteries. That's what they yeah, did. And yeah, that, the, uh, the robot still survived. Well, what? What if? But if you're in an ARC, like if they say there's like a hundred thousand people on a spaceship, and they destroy well. The it's risk, a yeah. The risk there is the spaceship by computers. has computers, so the risk there is that the Skynet has already infested the spaceship. Basically, oh, humanity doomed. is doomed.
1: <laughs> it is doomed, but actually, they in in the new Battlestar Galactica series, that right. that was one of the scenarios that happened. That like it was the computers were taken over, all the Cylons were taken over, all the computer stuff. Right, but the the Battle Stars.
0: All oh, right, so you were uh, using
1: galactica, was yeah? Old, so it wasn't networked with anything. So they were that using one actually older technology,
0: survive. yeah. More, it wasn't. It wasn't really analog, but it was older technology, yeah. yeah. So maybe they you'd used, have to go to do that, yeah. That's what well, but here's what did we learn from Battlestar Galactica? Did you watch the whole series?
1: Um, I didn't finish it. I watched, I think, oh. I think up to the last season. Okay. Well, let me. Do you do you want me to say what we learned
0: from the series? Do you yeah, want to Are you never watched?
1: It was okay, okay. In, at least my opinion. It was okay.
0: If you, uh, if anybody's watched, if anybody's listening, and they haven't seen it and they want to, then you can skip, fast forward just for you know a couple minutes. Basically, uh, what we learned is that humanity and technology live together because the Cylons basically evolve into living computers, human computers, and then they come and then they populate what we now know as Earth.
1: So they're living computers.
0: Right. And they actually can mate with humans.
1: Don't they go back in time?
0: No, they don't go back in time. This is in the future. The Earth that they show in Battlestar Galactica, the new version, that Earth, while it looks very much like our Earth, it is not our Earth. It's a completely different Earth. It's an, it's, oh, on, it's on another planet altogether. But they call it Earth. So when they get to oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. You have a question? I
1: heard and, and like I, I only heard this, so I have right. no idea if it was true or not because I didn't finish it that they somehow went kind of back in time and were now the, the new population of Earth? Well, I'll let the question... So they it. became our technically kind of ancestors?
0: Right. They're their ancestors. I'll have to look it up, but I don't think they went back in time. I think they just found another planet that they could live on that just so
1: happened to be our Earth as you and I know it. So in other Cylons, words, Cylons were people so, and they could have babies and stuff.
0: Well, they were sort of like I want to say synthetic, but not really. They basically uh, the technology of Cylons evolved so well that they basically created a new life form that was compatible with humans and
1: could breed with humans. Weird.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so would weird.
1: the babies be? Cy- would the babies be cyborgs? What? What if? What if uh, well, the babies became the Borg from Star Trek?
0: Ooh, maybe. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe. Battlestar Galactica takes place in the Delta Quadrant.
1: Yes, and the Delta Quadrant. Oh,
0: and then this is too much nerdage in one (laughs) podcast. My head is going to explode. Too much nerd. Too much (laughs) nerd. You're a
1: nerd. Fucking
0: nerd. No one likes you. Okay. Uh, let, let's get back and finish this up with the Terminator Genesis um, so we decided that basically humanity is doomed uh, but okay so this movie though ended up um, hopeful right I mean you had uh, explain how we kind of wrap up in, you know but but oh so because oh, we skipped it I'm sorry we sort of so Kyle Reese realized his, he was mem- remembering from when he was a kid from like a different a different future. And he said, that's why they realized they had to go to 2017. He said, it's it's 2017 and we have to go to 2017. And then we, that's when, that's when Skynet comes online.
1: Well, they were going to, yeah, they were, uh, Arnold and Sarah knew they had to go,
0: they they knew they were going to have to go into the future anyway. Yeah, right?
1: because they were building the time machine. So they they knew they were. I think they were. Yeah, they were just doing that. That was sort of
0: their plan all along. Kind of. And then and then when his memories start coming up, oh, we forgot to mention that another another catalyst for this was John Connor shows up. He's got his scars on his face, which he got in Terminator Salvation. By the way, from a yes, yeah, so and you
1: saw how they got that pretty cool. I yeah, thought that was that, neat. How that they got nice. that was nice.
0: That was yeah, that was cool. So we find out how he gets the scars because the Terminator scratched his face and burned him. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Reese shows up. I can't remember the actor's name. He's a really good actor, but uh, uh, he looks nothing like <laughs> he looks nothing like um, uh, Christian, Bale. Christian Bale. But anyway, uh, he comes back and he and then he's like. He's like, no, I can prove it. I'm not. A, I'm not. Because they're like, well, you could be a T one thousand, right? They like, no, I'll prove it. And he says something like, only he would know, whatever. And then, but then when um, when when Arnold's character shows up, pops, he immediately just starts shooting him. They're like, no, pops, he's he's good. He's 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 a. He's a and then they realize, oh shit, no, he's like a hybrid John Connor slash Skynet computer Terminator guy.
1: Yeah, because. What, what you didn't see all of is when – after they sent um, right. Kyle Reese back from the future, you see something like a hand clamp over. Right. A
0: guy comes up behind him and grabs him. You think, oh shit, John Connor is going to get killed or something. Yeah. And then you see – but there's, there's some glowing or something. So you know that, oh shit,
1: Skynet did something, right? Yeah. And then they, they come back to reveal that, that that Skynet had evolved to the point that it could literally take over organic matter. Right. So it had taken over that guy and then just transferred itself into John Connor, who used the time machine to jump back in time to get Kyle and Sarah.
0: Right. And now he's, and basically he's like, hey, look, guys, let's just all become cyborgs. It's cool. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was like, hey, this
0: is great. Look, look what I can do. I can like, I can morph and stuff. You know, it's like, so they
1: made made John Connor the, the savior of humanity. Now, like uh, now, yeah, he a pusher be- of the uh, cyborgs of the computers, right?
0: Because they basically, I, I like to believe that they that's the, that the Skynet computers uh, brainwashed him. I like to believe, oh, well, of course, yeah. I like to believe over. that the actual John Connor, th- like, there's nothing left of the original John Connor. Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna body. use a
1: term. I'm gonna use a term from a game I just played for like the 15th time, uh, Mass Effect, which is awesome. If nobody's played it, and they're big gamers, they should play Mass Effect. Such a nerd. But it's called indoctrination
0: oh yes 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 that's yes. yeah that's well, basically
1: basically took him over
0: well and that's how that's how often it's like that's uh, that's you know it goes back to the beginning of time probably I mean they're like it's uh the indoctrination is making people buy into stuff they normally wouldn't but you just totally take it over and and I think that Skynet was avail- able to do that even even with John Connor because they're so so advanced basically they basically re- basically they reprogrammed John Connor like John Connor had reprogrammed a T800 yeah
1: yeah yes if we they think did about it no I like that uh,
0: I like how that goes full circle right <laughs> 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 so uh talk about how they talk about how they decide to 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 stop Skynet from rising well they have to go to the the Skynet main hub which in this movie it really is the main hub and it's getting ready to start uploading the app to everybody's phone and tablet and whatever else they have right
1: it's a computer. Uh, yeah, I forget what the app was called.
0: I can't remember. Yeah, what was it? What was it was called Genesis? That was the name of the app. The oh, app was right. called yeah. Genesis. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, that's why Kyle Reese's memories were his. It was like himself going, "Remember Genesis." Ah, uh, yes, your, and he had to remember too. Your, birth, to in- your birthday, twenty seventeen, whatever. Yeah. And then he rem- then so then I thought they kind of threw us off because when the, when they go and actually talk to, to to the computer that's like Genesis or the app or whatever that's going to become Skynet. Uh, the computer sort of takes the the form of a holographic digitized little kid.
1: Well, it's growing. It's That's growing, right.
0: And I thought, oh shit, is that the same little kid in his memories? Do we, do he believe it? And then turns out it wasn't. So it was actually no. him.
1: And it was kind of neat that I like that it did that because it wasn't online yet. So it hadn't connected with right. everything, but it was still out there. So it was a little kid. It was, you know, kind yeah. of happy and, and, you know, thing. And then. Later on, when you saw it in a few a few scenes later, it was now a teenager. Right, it Was right. growing. Yeah. And then at the end, it became. You
0: know, it's a- basically yeah. It's basically Skynet was growing up from a baby into a, into an adult like very quickly. And yeah. and once it once it became an adult, it was going to go online, take over the world, and destroy mm-hmm. it and and set off the nuclear thing that it meant to do in 1997. Now it's going to do it twenty years later. Um, yes. But they foil it. They had the big battle. Uh, the and and what I thought was cool was the T eight hundred. well, that's what I wanna ask you about. The T eight hundred, Arnold, he he says, Go, run. Run, I'll take care of this guy. Oh, no, that's that's a horrible horrible <laughs> that Arnold. A bad one. That's a really bad Arnold impression. I am here to fuck you up. <laughs> Oh, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm what tired.
1: happened? What happened to you? Russ? I don't know.
0: It's just I'm a nerd. <laughs> I'm, oh, Okay, so Arnold goes in. He's like he asked them to go. I forget. Does he say you need to go destroy something while I destroy this guy? Because he basically has to battle John Connor slash Skynet robot.
1: Yeah, he, he was basically keeping him busy until Kyle and, until they could. Kyle and Sarah could
0: blow the place up. The place up. Oh, yeah, because he was like – he was just going to sacrifice himself. He's like, look, don't worry about me. I've lived a long life. I'm a robot anyway, so don't cry tears for me. I'll destroy this guy. I'll keep him busy. You destroy the facility. And that's what they had to do. But you notice obviously he didn't die because he when – he, when he finally kills Kyle Reese, uh, he falls into like look, what looks like molten metal. And you think, well, he's melting; he's going to be molted. What well, we don't oh, well, read? That,
1: no, yes, well, yes. That you you saw what they were what they were doing, which Brinnet right. was was working already on the, the T-1000. Yeah, it I was, was already
0: that. Yeah, exactly. That was the technology. And what we learned from the from what we've already learned is that 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 T one thousand can inject itself into a uh, uh, a other technology and take over. So yes. what happened was. That somehow basically saved him because it created a new body for him.
1: Yes, he got an upgrade.
0: And so now he's like a T1000. Yeah.
1: Well, he's probably still a T800, but he was just But his body, uh, his
0: flesh, he's now sort of like the crappy terminator from Terminator 3 with the with the yeah, the T800 skeleton and then his flesh is made out of T1000 material.
1: Yeah. But of course. Oh, but what, one thing we did forget to mention, though, is that Skynet from the future, right, that had taken over John Connor, came back to 1984 or whatever to actually create Skynet.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they had stopped Skynet from being done, but then they did. Then they went back and said, "No, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we get created anyway." So, yeah, that's another one of those paradox things: time yes. loops, time loops. It's like going back. It was like that movie we discussed a few podcasts ago um, uh, with Ethan Hawke, where he basically was his own father and mother.
1: Yeah, which is weird. That's
0: another weird. That's that's. A it, head but scratch. the one
1: and, and I liked uh, T five Genesis. It was really good. The one thing that they, I don't think they needed was at the very end. Um, you know, they, they blow up Skynet. They, right. they kill they kill the John Connor Skynet. Um, everything's happy. They've prevented Judgment Day at least as far as they can tell. Right. And they go to visit young Kyle Reese. Right. Oh, you didn't like
0: that? When they so they I, go didn't,
1: to, I didn't, there was no reason why they needed it because they didn't, they didn't need to tell him anything because well,
0: they had to make as, sure they had to make sure because he wanted to make sure that that seed was planted so that in the future he could have the memory when he went back. And another, you know, It's like,
1: yeah, but that, I liked he, it though. I didn't, I didn't think it was necessary, but you know, it didn't, it didn't bump me enough to go like this movie sucked. It was,
0: I feel like they, I feel like it's one of those things where they, they're like they're not going to take any chances,
1: but they're, they didn't, they didn't tell him any, like the memories he had were of him telling himself, you know, remember this. And I uh, know that's what I'm saying is that he, but they didn't, they didn't tell him any of that. They didn't say, no, didn't. remember so-and-so and, and remember, you know, when she traced that. No, thing all he spear. said,
0: all he said was remember Genesis. And the date, that's all he had to remember. It was like, he was like simple, right? It was like, he just told him, in other words, just enough to plant the seed that would make
1: him figure it out. No, see, I don't think he, he actually even told him anything. I don't you think didn't he said see, anything like he that. He went
0: and he went up, you didn't hear what he said. He went up and talked to himself and Sarah and pops were off to the side and he's talking to himself as a young boy.
1: I think you, you heard what they said and he was just saying, Hey, you know, go play at the park and have a have a good childhood, and don't don't pick up dog poop without a bag on your hand <laughs> or something. He didn't he didn't say anything specific. Wait, like wait. If you if you didn't hear what he said, then how do you know that he what he said? No, I don't. I don't think you didn't hear what he said. I think you saw exactly the conversation. I think I remember. All right, I'm going to it
0: I'm gonna look it up. I'm going to look it up because okay, it's from Wikipedia it says the trio travels to Kyle's childhood home where Kyle. Where Kyle Tells his younger self about Genesis and instructs him to repeat the warning in a mirror. I told you. Oh my I god! Don't, I don't critical, critical insurance that the event that the events lead to their t- arrival in twenty seventeen. They're just making sure that it happens. He actually told himself say that in a mirror. He doesn't tell him why. He just says, it. and it's like he doesn't want to
1: scare him or something. Well, maybe it's
0: maybe it's. Oh maybe wait, listen to this. Happening. Well, and, okay. okay, here you want to. Well, it ha- ha- look okay. Two things. We have two sources of information, my memory and Wikipedia. What are you gonna do?
1: You're gonna have to believe us because it's I'm gonna have to believe you. You're have to but here's here's a here's a paradox for you. Okay. He tells them to remember Genesis. But this is a, this is now in a future where Genesis doesn't and most likely isn't ever gonna happen.
0: Right. I but like I think it's just being it's like it's like just being safe. Better the safe than sorry. That's it's what I'm saying.
1: Safe and sorry. That's, that's very true. That's what but, I'm saying because if,
0: if he – if Genesis never comes online in 2017 and never – the future or whatever, if none of this ever happens, then, uh, then it doesn't hurt anything. So they're just being safe.
1: That's true. That's so you're true. Just,
0: just, just covering so their So are,
1: They are actually now living in an alternate timeline where there is an old Kyle Reese and a young Kyle Reese.
0: Well, because, right, because Kyle Reese exists in that world, but he – but that – well, oh, that's right. Other Kyle right, Reese right. would have
1: to be an alternate Kyle Reese who came back from right. an alternate future. Yeah, because there's a
0: young Kyle – yeah, you're right. So unless they decide they're going to travel to the future which because they, they have a time machine, right? Or,
1: or Arnold could no, build another one. Had one. Well, he'd have to build another one. But no, they couldn't because they need – well, I guess they could, but they needed – that's why they had to kill the 84 Terminator because they needed his power cell to power it. And it was only a, a one time trip.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. He got
1: the that's, power. That's cell why out of Arnold him. didn't go with him. Well, he couldn't go with him because he he didn't have living flesh on him.
0: Right. Uh, and he, yeah, exactly. He didn't want to freak people out in 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 night in, in 2017 or whatever with his robot arm. Yeah. Uh, but here's something that I don't know if you noticed. There's a mid credit scene that reveals that the system core of Genesis was located in a protected subterranean chamber. And it survived the explosion.
1: Oh, maybe that's that's in Austria.
0: No, oh, maybe yeah. We don't. Yeah, <laughs> could, that could be that could Austria, be Skynet China, Austria. Austria. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was also going to say that the the mere existence of Pops, uh, the T eight hundred slash T one thousand body flesh stuff. The mere existence of that is puts the 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 possibility of a Skynet in the future anyway
1: right? Yes, that's true, yes. Because, because in the previous... You just you know, have the CPU, yes. Oh, another... Oh, jumping jumping way back, they also, in, in T4, they took another thing from T3. Um, T3 you, you find out that, that... Salvation. And, yeah, in the rise of the machines, T3, um, Arnold has to cut his chest open because one of his power cells, which is like a nuclear little... Oh, right, right. ...hydrogen cell, is... Uh, rupturing he has two of them and that he uses them. The terminators use them as a power source. He throws it out right. the door and it causes this massive, huge explosion. And in, in Salvation Terminator four, that's how they blow up their Skynet complex because they pull out those, they go, Oh, these are their power cells that they use. Oh yeah, that's weeks. right. Yeah. So they, they did take a couple things from Terminator. Yeah, 3.
0: that's right. They they ignored the crappy stuff and then they thought, well, yeah, they, there's they a couple things that are, there's a couple things that are kind of cool we could use. Yeah, because he uses one of those power cells from the t 800 He destroys at the Griffith Center, Griffith Observatory, I mean, that they kill or destroy uh, for the time travel time machine. Um, and that well, that also explains why they haven't been able to time travel before because he could have invented it ten years ago, but he you know, but he still needs the power cell. It's like it's like Doc Brown, and then they need they need the one
1: point twenty one gigawatts. Yes, one point. So,
0: and that brings it all back to Marty.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. And not the uh, way you think. Mike and Rust time. Mike and Rust time. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs>
0: This podcast is copyright 2015, Mike Solo and Russ Wooten. Mike and Russ Time Yeah is a part of the Uplate Network at russandpat.com.